Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode 104 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? And then we got JB. No, I'm here in spirit. Finally Not here. Not physically. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should go home too. I, if I take a baseball bat to you right now, this is just going to go right through. Right through. <laughs> right. You probably it's spring like, too high and miss him. I'm like Patrick Swayze. Hey, uh, Danny goes Doing to grab, some pottery. grab a grab a sledge out there and then see if it'll fucking work. I mean, if it works, that'll be great. Could just keep swaying at JB and he doesn't get hurt. Supposedly. But yeah, uh, thank you for deciding to join us, everybody. Let us jump into this episode by first off thanking our amazing patrons who think that our content is worth sending money towards to you. Just worth sending money towards. Don't know why, but you're all fucking crazy. Start off with Big G, Wade97, Chapman, D Moose, Amu the Fox, Colin, Slade, Third String Chapman, and Nikki. Thank you all for supporting us. And if you guys want to be supporting us too, go check out our Patreon. We do monthly giveaways for booster packs and cards. And it's that time of the month, which means we have a couple packs and cards to give away. So let me pull up the right screen here. And... Yep, this is it. Now, let's make sure the window capture is on the right screen. If it says to load at an appropriate rate here. There we go. Perfect. Then, boom. Look at that beautiful looking wheel. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, oh. So oh, he hasn't spun it yet. Nope, haven't spun it yet. The first one is going to be, the first two are going to be for packs, which are Modern Horizons packs. If you're in the $3 tier, you get put in for booster pack drawings. And then at the $10 tier, you get put in a card pack drawing. And the card pack, or the card, card pack drawing. <laughs> The cards for this month are th- uh, four of the five uh, Commander Legends dual lands. Why didn't you have the fifth? Um, I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> so, first pack goes to... Oh, let's get some music on here. There we go. Round and round. Where will land? Nobody knows. Oh! oh. Hey, Colin. Congratulations, Colin. You get the first pack of Modern Horizons. So you are now out of here. And now for the second pack. We have a fancy wheel for the live stream. If you listen to the podcast afterwards, looks fancy as hell. Ah, and... Big G. Indeed, Big G, congratulations. You win the other pack. So both packs have a winner. Set those over there. I'll get those sent out this week. 
And then for the cards, for the Undergrowth Stadium, Rejuvenating Springs, Training Center, and Vaults of Champions. It's all but the Demir one, the blue-black one. This one. Let us spin. One will win all four. Round and round it goes where it stops. Only Chapman will know. Congratulations, Chapman. Boom. Yeah, this happens every month, beginning of the month. We do these drawings. You can win cool shit from us. So if that interests you, by all means, check out the check out the Patreon page. And boom. Get that. Adjust that. And let's also thank our amazing sponsor, JDubs, Sports Cards and Gaming, who have all of your magic needs, ranging from sleeves, playmats, the cards, dice. A couple things as well with this. Uh, the Quarter 4 League has started for Modern and for Legacy. So those are on Saturdays and Sundays down at JDubs. You can join in, participate, and win some cool prizes at the end of the league. And also, JDubs is ho hosting a sports and card gaming show on September 18th, next Saturday. It'll be at JDubs, and admission is free. And they're just going to have a crap ton of their cards that they're selling and showcasing and stuff. Big meet and swap. So magic cards will be there. Sports cards will be there. Highly recommend checking it out. And thank you, JDubs, for supporting us. So, let's jump into the breakdown how this episode is going to get laid out for y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Danny. God damn it. That was what I thought it was. The you doors son are of a bitch. There's no airflow in here. There is. Good. We're all going to die. Eventually. Folks, folks, help us out. Swat us or something. Get people here to save us. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking swat us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what swatting is? Yes. Okay. That's what I was like. Oh, my God. Okay. For a fart. <laughs> hey, it'll save our life. Oh, maybe. It's wow. Not that bad. I don't know. It depends on the response time. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we'll already be dead when they show up. <laughs> oh, the breakdown is we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk first with some salt reports and the MPL gauntlet results and a Sunday Modern Challenge. Then JB is going to tell us about some upcoming events. Danny has an announcement of an announcement. And some blog togs for us afterwards. Then we're going to jump into the news, which pretty much just involves Innistrad Midnight Hunt stuff. There's new code to type in on Arena. And then if we have time, maybe What's talk about the code. Oh, we'll get there when we get there. Don't be jumping the gun. Well, because I saw code too. So that's why I'm like. Yeah, you should see the code if you're looking in the show notes. Oh, well, let me look. <laughs> well, you guys suck. Then after that, we're going to jump into the finance section, and then closing off with a okay, deck yeah, of the, the week. <laughs> that is the code. Never mind. We're good. First of all, first of all, you don't have deck of the week in there. <gasps> I just noticed. Oh no, we need one of those too. We'll get. We'll find one when we get there. We'll have plenty of time. Yeah, because we need to do deck of the week. We haven't done it for like fucking a month and a half. It has been a while. I think the last one what, we did. What, why don't we talk about? 
that stupid bullshit calibrated blast fucking deck? No. Yes, please. Good, because fuck that deck. Dude, they're using a Tokthong worming in there. Yeah, and they're also using that other one that's like 12 blue, blue, blue fucking affinity for artifacts, and they have no fucking artifacts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brute's, Brute Star? Something like that, yeah. Whatever yeah. the fuck his name is. All Came I know is it champions. domes me for like fucking 15. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. That is the embodiment of a meme deck. Throws of Chaos into the... What's that spell called for Modern Horizons? Yeah, Throws of Chaos. It's no, the Cascade one. No, no, for Modern Horizons. Oh, you're cascading into? Yeah. Calibrated Blast. Calibrated Blast. There we go. There we go. That's beautiful. Yeah, we'll see when we get there. But let's start off with the event results. Solid Court. Uh, We're not talking about it. What the fuck? It's the JB Salt Report. Salt Report. There's no salt part. I got demolished Thursday. Game was looking good. I was playing Verena. Noah was playing Calamax. Peter was playing the Mardu bounty counter guy. And Zach was playing, not Zer, uh, the, the giver, the goat. Yeah. Um, Zer, I, Zerda? No. Zerda no. is the Hedron grinder thing. No. Zedru. Yeah. Yeah. He was sure. playing Zedru. So he's supposed to be giving away things like that kind of hug style deck. And it turned in the, in the the beginning part of the game, Peter was going off. He had Smothering Tithe. And oh, kind of like you? When, when did I have Smothering Tithe? You, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, sir. What time? If you're talking about a recent time? Yes. I didn't. We didn't do it today. No, not today, <laughs> but the last time we played your fucking Kenrith deck, your stupid bullshit CEDH shenanigans, fucking, I've got, oh, i got pretty much infinite fucking mana in, like, fucking turn three. That was beautiful. No, it wasn't. It was so it was good. Fucking horse shit is what it was. <laughs> I'm going to wheel 38 fucking times. It's what, it's what he did today, but he infected. <laughs> yeah. That tainted Again, Infect is broken, should not be allowed in Magic. Hold on, hold on. No, Infect is broken, we've already had a discussion, it's broken. But the plus side no, is, there's not a no. lot of cards with Doesn't Infect. matter. Doesn't matter. You still play Infect. I do. And so and do your you. your deck should be burnt. You got Triumph of the Horde in your deck now, too, you cheeky motherfucker. Because you've made us this monster. <clears throat> I haven't made you anything. Utilize the tools that you have at your disposal. <laughs> your deck should just be burnt. It, no. First off, yeah, definitely it not, should be. Definitely not CEDH level. I would get hosed with no, any no, official it CEDH. It is. It's definitely a. It's definitely tier. It's like a tier nine. What tier ten is like CEDH or eight five? I thought fucking eight point five or at least eight was the start of CEDH. Tier nine. It's not CEDH. Oh, yeah. It's eight five somewhere in there. Fucking guy. But anyways, yeah, we're Verena. here. We're here playing tier six, and you're up if there, that, and you're playing tier eight, tier nine. Hey, you guys are playing for a pack. Jesus, it was it was just just uh, for today. No, no, not just for today. This is how you play every single day. Well, no, but for for today's instance, you both. It was uh, I. I really didn't even care about the pack. It was arch enemy style magic. I was getting attacked. No, you weren't. It was. That I was attacked whole, you once. Yeah, that's the whole point. You guys are like, whoever time. did the final blow 
won the pack. One time. Yeah, I, for today. I, 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 I swung once at you. With the intent of... Oh, of I, was, I was going hard. I was, I was like, fuck you. I'm going to beat your ass, bitch. <laughs> and I played around your stupid little thing that you were planning to do with Dictative Crew... Not Crew Fix. Di- dictative Airbos. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah, Seaborn Muse with Golos and uh, Kenrith. Pretty gnarly combination there. Very gnarly combination. But for the Salt Report for last Thursday, I was in a good position with my Varina deck. Uh, it started off with Peter being in a good position, smothering Tithe, a bunch of different enchantments out, and was just like accruing a crap ton of value. And then I had a great comeback with Navineral, the zombie from Commander Legends. Blew up his enchantments because that's the only thing in my deck that can blow up enchantments. And put myself in a commanding lead. And Noah was down to like nine life at the time, but was ignoring that. Didn't attack him, didn't finish him off, and was going in at Peter. And Noah goes around and fucking storms off with Calamax and Dink stomps me with commander damage because I'm all tapped out because I was swinging at Peter. Good. It was beautiful. That's why I got his good. <laughs> Not a all report. But it was a very fun game. Like, all decks were doing everything that they wanted to do. Peter started off out of the gate pretty strong. And then, like, Zach was coming in, getting his his pieces on board. Then I came up and was getting ready. And then Noah just stormed off like a champ. So it was, like, the ideal, in my opinion, the ideal commander game there. It was very fun. I'm tired. I can tell. I can tell JB. Want to give some event results? Get off Dude. TikTok. Were Get out of it. Were you on TikTok? No. JB. Maybe. JB. I'm sorry. Fucking Christ. We're going to have to be making fun the, of you. I thought the salt report was going to go longer than that. You were like hyping it up and then it was just like, no. That's why I was falling asleep. <laughs> Let's get a stick and whack. All right. Don't so time Feather, to tickle your nose. Time to talk about everybody's favorite dead format. <laughs> Because it sucks and no one wants to play it. Except for pros, apparently. Well, even the pros uh, don't want to play it. Right? Yeah, yeah they don't want to play it either because fuck standard. They're kind of uh, contractually obligated. I'd say fuck that contract. I ain't playing standard, bitch. Show up with a modern deck sleeved and ready to go. Be like, motherfucker, this is all I got. This is on Arena, though. Still. Play Still. His, play historic. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a <laughs> shit. With the bugs and stuff, you probably could. So Right? You know, fucking all those slivers now. That's all it is. All historic is is fucking slivers now. Fucking dumb. Salt Report 2.0. Right? Fucking A. I've been having fun playing that Jumpstart Horizons, though. That's been... Well, the, the, the format of Jumpstart itself is a super fun concept. You just mash your decks and you don't have to fucking right, worry about Right, but shit. there's like way better packets in Jumpstart Horizons than there was in original Jumpstart. Like playing it, playing this versus original Jumpstart on Arena, a fucking world of difference, man. Oh my God. I've been getting like freaking awesome packs every time I try to pick new packs and shit. That's very good. Yeah, dude. It's been great. It's been real fun. That cascaded into the fucking... Modern Horizons five color sliver. I can't remember which. It's not the first for the first sliver. Yeah, first sliver. Yep. I cascaded into that one time. That must have felt really good. Pretty epic. First sliver is a beast of a fucking card to cascade into. Or no, did I cascade? I can't remember if I cascaded into it, but I got it somehow, or I seeked it. Because there's there's one card in there where it's like, it's either in the sliver pack or in the pack I picked with it, where 
you get to seek out um, a card that has um, that's like the most common type in your deck. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and it pulled out the first sliver for me, and I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" That's some fucking like, clutch shit. Right I'll there. cast that shit. And like fucking. That's where I'm. That's where I'm getting cascade from. Gotcha. That's yeah. So yeah, no, it seeked it out, put it in my hand, and I was like, all right. And I was able to cast it next turn. I was like, fuck yeah, bitch. After I already had a bunch of slivers out, it was pretty epic. It's pretty cool. And then just cast all the shit that you want to right, cast. Right, and, and then well, no, and then they conceded. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. So anyway, back to this bullshit standard. Because <laughs> fuck arena, um, I've just been doing it because I have nothing better to do. So we, this is the MPL Gauntlet. Oh god damn it! You clicked on the link and I expand, didn't you? No, I like my thumb slipped and it like slid up and clicked on like a tab that was like two pages ago and <laughs> opened that up and st- yeah, I was like, what the fuck? My phone's dumb. So first place. We had a Jess Guy deck. Oh, is this the fucking stupid Jess Guy Dragons bullshit? Yep. Uh, no, it's not Jess Guy Dragons. It's like Vadrock. It's Jess Guy spells. Because there's four Vadric, uh, Apex of Thunder, which allows you to like cast spells of CMC3 or less when it mutates. Yeah. Fucking gold span dragon. And then Lord Dracus. So you mutate onto that and get some more casting spells from your graveyard. And this is just a Jeskai value engine, I guess. And then beat with Vadric. Vad- and gold span dragon. Yeah, and gold span dragon. That one's a big part of it, too. So Holy fuck. When did gold span dragon get so expensive? Uh, standard Forever. is do- doing Holy a lot of it. Holy shit. A playset is $180. It's always been expensive. Holy fuck. I didn't think it was that much, though. Yep. Damn. To the people that bought it at the beginning. For a five drop? The, the pre-orders. I think the pre-orders on Goldspan was like 20 bucks. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous, man. I, I got to step away. Is that what your stomach making that noise? Yeah, oh, my God. I thought that was the chair. I did it, too. Holy second, shit. The motorcycle vibrated it loose. So that's... <laughs> we're just like, oh my god. It's going to be a is while. That, is that, yeah, the chair's okay. <laughs> so in second place, we had a Salti Control deck. Your young companion, even. Holy crap. Yeah, currently, market price of a gold span, 39 bucks. Damn! Average, 44 when people when pre-orders opened up, it was pre-ordering for about fifteen to yeah fifteen bucks pre-order. Keldheim drops, moves down to fourteen bucks a bit, and then it starts starts climbing up and plateaus, and then really climbed up after uh, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Right. So yeah, we had that Saltite Control Yorion deck. It is what it is. Salt, yeah, it's Saltite Control. Yeah, they go for the Emergent Ultimatum. Comp, yeah. Uh, pair here and we had a pretty much gruel yeah i mean it's it's a gruel deck with just a blue splash for disdainful stroke in the sideboard so right yeah it's it's gruel shenanigans gruel adventures with goldspan dragon oxifagonis essica's chariot Embercleave, 
And then we had another Jeskai fucking bullshit deck. Vadrock? Yep, looks like the pretty much carbon copy. So that was in fourth place. Fifth place was another one of those half-assed teamer adventures deck. This one just at least had a disdainful stroke main board, so technically is a teamer deck, I guess. And then, lo and behold, another Jeskai deck of all the same shit. Yeah. Because welcome to Standard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure these are all the exact same. Like, maybe with a change on the numbers. Change of the numbers in the main. And then, seventh place, we had Demir Rogues, still an outlier. Luris Rogues. Yep, because why not? And then we had eighth place was Anaya Midrange. Why, Noda, Naya. Yep, and Kenrith in there, too. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Kenrith gives the turn three kill with Wynota. If you get yeah, like the, it because you can haste it. Yeah, you can like nut drop. Like if you get the nut hand and nut drop on like turn three with Wynota, you can go and deal twenty something damage, <clears throat> or is it eighteen damage or something like that? I don't know, something. So that's enough about standard because fuck that format. Uh, so let's move on to a modern challenge that happened. On the 5th. So, what, yesterday? Correct. Yesterday. Uh, God, I hate when they don't name these things. This is the Merktide is it deck. Yeah. So, first place was that bullshit deck with Merktide and the Monkey and DRCs. Cool thing about this, I think, is seeing Archmage's Charm in the main board. Typically, they didn't have anything above two. Spell wise, like Merc Merc is technically two, or is not technically two, but it's always gonna be two. Yeah, because you just delve that shit. Exactly. Delve so, is delve is a very powerful mechanic. A mechanic that never should have been printed in the first place. It's really fucking good. changed my mind. Oh snap! Look at that. A single Jace in the side and a single Blood Moon in the side. Two Torpor Orbs. Love the Torpor Orbs. Torpor oh, Orbs. We're gonna be talking about those. They got later. a dress down. Yeah, because why not? A couple EEs. Good stuff. Ooh, let's see what this is. It's the, oh, it's Hammer Time. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw Orzhov Colors. I was like, yeah! And then it was Lurus Companion, and I'm like, Memnite, Ornithopter. Oh, damn. It's just they got fucking... four Thoughtseize in the side. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really about it. Nothing Splashing new. Splashing for Hand Disruption. That's pretty much it. Innovative in this deck. A single Godless Shrine, and... Force Island clearings to be able to cast the Thoughtseize game two and three. Third place, we have New Jund. Uh, new, New Jund, because this is the Urza Saga New Jund. Oh, yeah, New, New, New Jund. Yeah, I think they call it Zoomer Jund with this, because this iteration. This, yeah, I was going to say, Jund has been reiterated about like eight times since I've started fucking playing, so. Right. No longer are we in the days of valuing a Bloodbraid Elf into a Liliana. <laughs> now we're doing Lurus of the Dream Den. Tarm- the, the crazy thing is, is like, there's four Tarmogoyfs in here. Well, there's always been a lot of Tarmogoyfs. Yeah, in it's just so, I don't know, it feels like Tarmogoyf is like on the edge of getting like hosed out of modern because of everything that's coming. But yeah, it has the 
Urza's saga package of Shadow Spear, Pyrite Spellbomb, Nile Spellbomb, and Mishra's Mishra's Babbles. Bobbles. Ooh, look at this. Check it out. We got fourth place. We have a four color mill deck. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's only four color because it's in the side. Right, but it's Esper main board. Right. Which I think is cool. They're splash and white. They're they got white in there for prismatic ending and Kai's Guile main board. And to help cast Luris, I guess, if it if it's needed, but typically right. you got the black. Fucking Tasha's hideous laughter. Goddamn card that never should have been printed. Especially not at three fucking mana. I'm pretty sure we talked about it, like the numbers when they came out. Like it's not if you're hammer time, it's gonna fuck you up, and if you're prime time, it's gonna fuck you up. But otherwise it's like on par of like ten to ten to twelve cards. Which is kind of like a glimpse and stuff. The only thing that makes it really egregious is the fact that it exiles it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Danny's back. Do I need to get a new toilet? Do we need a standing ovation? Oh, but I might as well leave again. That's why he has to put the headphones on. My, my stomach is just not been. Ooh. Just pissed off. I don't know. It's just, some things just go right through me. It was, was it the dominoes that did it? Uh, or did you have possibly. something earlier today? Dominoes. Probably was dominoes. Womp. Yeah, I don't got depends for you, bit, man. <laughs> I can't help you out on that front. Okay. If you toot, you better toot with a, a reason, I guess. <laughs> hey, how do old people go to the bathroom? What? How do old people go to the bathroom? In their pants. Depends. That was a shitty joke. Let's <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. Anyway, so fifth place, we have another one of those Is It Merktide decks. Surprised it didn't cover his head. Hey, no. Stop it. No short jokes. Sixth place, we have... What the fuck is this? It's a random five-color deck that I... Oh, it's the yeah. domain. Oh, okay. I was going to say, is it like zoo style? Because I see the wild nacados and shit. And... Yep. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a, a callback. Wild Nacatl. Remember when this card was banned? It was banned? It was banned because it was too powerful. It was a one mana 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty egregious. <laughs> so I could see Guys, it getting banned everybody at some point. Careful, Wild Nacatl is the new tech to, to fight this format. Right? But no, the primary thing is like it gets Beats the a Ragavan. It does beat a Ragavan. It makes a Ragavan. It spanks that monkey. <laughs> yes, it does. Spanks it hard. Now, the real question is, would you guys rather be in a fight with a cat, like a big cat, a leopard, like this thing is looking like, or would you rather get in a fight with a monkey? Monkey, I could take the monkey. I don't know. It depends on the size. I guess, like, I could, a, I could beat this. Regavan looks like a small spider. Okay. It chills on yes. someone's sh- shoulder. Monkeys are manageable. Orangutans and gorillas. Chimpanzees, man, are Put not manageable. In. Put chimpanzees in there. Have you seen what chimpanzees can do to fucking people? Yeah, they pick up rocks and shit because they're smart. It's more than just picking up rocks; like they can rip your limbs off. Yeah, they're crazy bastards. <laughs> fucking monkeys are intense. If we're talking about other animals that are intense. Did you see the video of apparently killer whales just slap seals for fun? Yeah, they fuck with seals all the time, man. Yeah, they love to play with their There's food. Just a fucking seal just chilling out there, and all of a sudden you see an orca whale just whack. 
Well, seals are assholes. Cr- no, it's because those, those killer whales, man, they marinate their food with fear before they eat it. <laughs> well, did you did you guys see that walrus that was sinking boats off the coast? <laughs> what? I think it was in Florida. There's, I did not see this. Yeah, there's a walrus that's been... Uh, it's actually his name is Wally the Walrus. He's been sinking boats. What, what? a fucking asshole. The fact that they <laughs> he's done it enough to where they need to give him a name. And Wally the well, Walrus. It's so what? original. Right? Uh, no, apparently it's a walrus that sticks around that area. So obviously it gets a name even before any of this happens. Yeah, if it sticks around, they're fucking up boats. It's well, like, it, and it's just the fact that it's... One of those watches that you see everyone's most goddamn Wally kind of things, but no, it, <laughs> they they literally built him a couch that floats. Oh my so god! So he can sit in style while he's yep. sinking boats. Well, he's not sinking boats anymore because he has so much lay. Oh, he, he, <laughs> so they gave him he, a couch so he stops sinking boats. Yeah, he. Uh, Are you googling this shit? Wally the Walrus yes. to get his own pontoon, according yes. to oh BBC my god. News. Oh my god! So since walruses can't like re- uh, rest in the water. Those are too big. Like, they sink. <laughs> so oh, they, they, Ireland. I, that's Ireland. Okay. Yep, yep. So they have to go on shore or somewhere above water to rest. Right. I was going to say, Florida is a little warm for walruses. I, I I just remember it was off the coast somewhere. I can't remember, obviously, where. I just saw Wally the walrus, and I thought, oh, great. I mean, Paw Patrol. It would make sense if he was down in Florida and just pissed off. That's why he's sinking boats, because it's too fucking hot. This mother- too fucking hot for this shit! I'm going right. to sink your boat! This motherfucker's been spotted in France, Spain, and the UK as well. Oh my god, did they tag him or some shit? He must. He's 800 kilograms. Yeah, he's Damn! A big, he's a big boy. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, and it's said that he has been sinking one or two boats in every harbor he enters. <laughs> Damn! Yep. So the one harbor's like, you know what? We're just gonna build him a couch. Damn. Officials said boat owners should cover their vessels or remove the engines to protect them from damage. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. Look at like how he, big that guy he's, is. He's literally taking down boats. Oh damn, that's a big motherfucker. Jesus balls. Just keep scrolling. Uh There's we'll offer pictures. Wally an alternative resting spot. Uh however, executive director Maylene Croc says it. It, it was providing. It was proving difficult to get the floats in place in time before Wally moved on. We just hope the next time he jumps off the boat that they're going to try and take the boat away so he uses the rib alternative. If he does take to the rib, which is what we're hoping he'll do, then that will be a designated place for him to be safe. Uh, the BBC is not responsible for the content of external sites on Twitter. Okay, so uh, people are getting too close... Sh- People getting too close should be stressing Wally out and causing him to repeatedly board and disembark from boats, warns Miss Croc. He is showing signs of an injury on his flipper as well, so please, please, please respect him from a distance. Of course he's going to have an injured flipper if he's knocking down boats. Like, well, it's, it's just his weight is submerging boats, which is filling with water, therefore sinking boats. Okay, so that's how it's doing. When he, when he gets on, he literally flip, uh, tips the boat over, so he's... <laughs> The article I was showing was showing what he was doing to boats. Yeah, okay, okay. Like, you can see he's tipping that one, so. There's videos, keeps borrowing boats and sinking them. <laughs> New pictures. So anyways, we've Oh, not, this one's in August. We've niv-mizzed enough. We should probably go back on track so I oh, can yeah, yeah. go to bed. Look at that. He's driving it. He's big. Yeah, he's big. It's so adorable. He's big. Yeah, I won't want to deal with that. But uh, yeah, we were talking about 
animals cat. and stuff. Oh, uh, wild nacatl. <laughs> cat, cat or monkey? Yes. Yeah. Uh, cat or monkey? I would take I would take a regavan sized monkey over a wild nacatl sized. Right? He seems a lot more manageable. But you put me in a. If you make it between a cat and a chimpanzee, I would rather get fucked up by a cat. I'd choose neither. You have to choose one. I'll plead the fifth. Don't have to choose anything. Correct. I'll just shoot him in the face with a shotgun. You don't get those, sir. I don't give a shit. I'll conceal carry that motherfucker. You won't know I have it. Anyway, seventh place. (laughs) After we deviated so much. I literally took a shit in you guys. Hey, we finished with standard and we were so, partway through modern. Yeah, so we've got Azorius bullshit. Yorion. Fuck yep. blue. My <laughs> thoughts exactly. To bury the Time Raveler deck with some Brazen Borrowers, Vendillion Clicks, Skyclaves, Resto Angels. I don't know how T3 hasn't been banned yet. I mean, he's egregious, but he's not that bad in. Like modern, older modern. older formats, yeah. Because there's of, ways because of the card the card pool that you have. Still, to deal with T T three though, it seems like you T three sounds like you're talking about the Terminator. <laughs> I mean, Teferi kind of is oppressive, like the Terminator. I is. am Arnold. Get down. I'm kicking his shin if you do that again. <laughs> Don't disrespect Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. can't touch my nose. My arms are too big. But yeah, Teferi sucks in, even in modern. Yes, yes. I mean, he does. He can deal with them, but he does suck. Like, just, it's not fun. And then rounding out eighth place, we have a Grixis deck. Lurus deck. What the hell yep. are they doing they with got, this? They're bringing Thing in the Ice back, man. All right, that's what I'm like. Thing in the Ice, and I'm looking for... I'm looking for Arclight, and I'm like, where is Arclight? Where, where is it? I'm like, it's not in here. So the cool thing with Thing in the Ice and Dress Down. <laughs> oh, my God. It gets rid of the counters, doesn't it? And it flips it, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's stupid. That's how you do depths, too. <sighs> yep. So it's like on turn three, you can flip this thing. Like end of turn two, cast Dress Down at the beginning of your opponent's end step. That way Dress Down stays on, your, on, on, on the field your whole turn. Cast this, comes with no counters, flips, bounces opposing monkeys and shit, and it's a fucking 7-8. Mm-hmm. That's gross. God, that's dumb. Yeah, so that's the new tech that people are playing. <sighs> and this was not piloted by Aspiring Spike. Nope. So right now, a play set of Thing in the Ice, like depending on how well this Grixis shell works with Dress Down, like maybe Thing in the Ice can start moving up in price. Hmm. Maybe. Right. Seven and a half dollars. Maybe. Well, that's what it's worth right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that'll do it for all our past events. Um, looks like we're going on to upcoming events. We've got Tri-City Legacy Tournament. Whoop, whoop. Hopefully my deck will be ready by then. So, Well, you have your other green sign I now. thinking October 10th? I don't know. Why were you thinking October 10th? The 10th was sticking in my mind for this for some reason. So apparently I was wrong. Don't listen to me, Wade. <laughs> Given false information. I was. Pretty sure he wasn't listening anyways. Yeah, he probably wasn't. He's like, uh, yeah, no, JB doesn't know shit. Right, exactly. He's like, yeah, he doesn't fucking know. Uh, anyway, so JB Saturday. JB doesn't know. <laughs> no. Okay, let's JB go. Yeah, let me, let me, no, let me finish my section, sir. Okay. He'll lose track where he's at. Exactly, I will. My bad. So Saturday, October 2nd, 
which is eh, it's coming up, starting at noon. We're gonna have the Tri City Legacy Magic Tournament at J Dubs. Deck lists are required. It's $35 entry fee, and first place gets an Underground Sea Revised Edition. Let's double check the price on an Underground Sea Revised Edition. I'm going to say $450. $950. No, $950. Damn. $950. That's a $950 prize. Damn. First place. And it's only going up. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> right? $35 to enter. And then there's going to be other good uh, prizes and stuff depending on how many people come in. So that seems really good. Mm-hmm. You should look up Mox Diamond. No. <laughs> Nim is it. Moss Diamond? Ooh, yeah, Moss Diamond. Oh, it's only like 50 cents. From the vaults is $8.20. Or $8.20? Sold. I'll buy yours. $820. You can keep the change. And this is, this is non-graded, though. Yeah, I know. Right. Keep telling us about the next events. Why, so you can interrupt me again? Nope. Dick. Yeah. So, next up, we have Ultima Dragon Highlander. We have a commander event going on at Ultima Gaming on September 18th, starting at 10 a.m. It's going to be huge prizes, consolation games, and door prizes all day long. It is limited to 64 entrants. Uh, so make sure you call, message, whatever, secure your place, $35 entry fee. Also, the one big rule, you cannot win before turn five. So don't pull some stupid turn zero or turn one shenanigans. Yep, just not allowed. Just, just don't do it. Registration begins at noon. Tournament begin or not noon. Registration begins at 10. Tournament begins at go. noon. Words are hard. Yes, words are hard. Same with time zones. Fuck time zones. Time zones aren't that hard. But with that, that'll do it for all our events. Finally. I know. I'm sorry. I took forever. Almost went and took another shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny, what do we got? Uh, um, Some possible news. Yeah, I. It's but that's a PSA 9. Yeah, I know. PSA 9 just under 5K getting asked yep. for, like... Yep. Hoofda. Yep, I know. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Star City Games has put out an article, um, more of a foreshadow of next week, a possible banded restricted list update to impact Popper next week. Um... Action is coming to improve Popper following Magic Online event being won by a deck of 60 basic lands. <laughs> um, if that's one, you know the format is garbage. Um, yeah, that players are protesting by just submitting 160 card lands. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so really the the. Reason for this is because Popper currently is like a three deck format. Um, we have Affinity, Storm, and Demir Fairies, um, which have all been dominating since Modern Horizons Two. Um, I guess main, I guess main um, cause of this it would be like um, Scourgeon's Companion, which is a seven drop uh, artifact creature, Salamander four four. 
affinity for artifacts. It has artifact line cycling for two. Um, and then the other big culprit would be Chatterstorm. Everyone's favorite green one sorcery. I create one 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 green uh, squirrel creature token with storm. So yeah, it's uh, seems to be a very broken format right now that no one plays other than pros because they have to. Nah, th- this is for the mocks and stuff. I won't say it's pros; it's just people that are wanting to get up in there. But either way, right? I mean, th- empty the warrens. That's a that's a common that that was banned, and that's four mana, two red, red. And then they print Shatterstorm, which is half the mana cost. Yep. Does the exact same thing. Yep. But it's squirrels, and squirrels are lovable. It goes to show Until you. Until there's a million of them. Emrakul. And, and then they become a nuisance. When Emrakul is afraid of, this, afraid of squirrels, then we got some problems. Right. So move along from there. We have a couple of blog tags. Um, first up, we go to um, Serac the Hunk Caller uh, asks, "Hey Mark or Hi Mark, uh, in your teaser for Midnight Hunt, you said a popular Instrad card gets reprinted. Um, since then, we've seen previews for two cards originally printed in Instrad. First, we have Unruly Mob and Dissipate." Um, can you confirm if either of these cards intended are um, either of these? Wow, let's review that. Uh, can you confirm if either of these is the card intended by your teaser? Mark plays back. Neither of these cards I was referring to. Um, but if you want to count either of them as that, I won't mind. Snappy. Yeah, so waiting. So little. Insight there. Um, next, we go to uh, Elder Dragon Master Fifty Five. They asked, "Maro, I just saw a preview card. What's Kaya doing here as well?" Uh, Mark replies back, "She's involved in the story, but doesn't have a playstyle card in Midnight Hunt. So looks like she is a creature card." What? No, she's just or probably she, or she's just sh- showcasing some art here. I'm looking it up. You can keep going. The next one, I'll find the right one. I guess I haven't looked at the previews recently. Um, lastly, we go to Mono Rayjack. Um, asked, hey, Mark, regarding the card, uh, Lisa, Forgotten Archangel, I thought uh, Addison killed Lisa and her entire flock of angels. I mean, the previous card we got was from Commander Legends, and that set pulled from across time and space in terms of magic. But this set this set is strictly modern day, right? Uh, so how is she here? And if she wasn't killed, where has she been all this time? Little bit of uh, teaser insight, I guess. Uh, Mark replies, it's a good question. Read the upcoming online fiction. Speaking of, they got the first two books out right now. Or not books, the first two web webisodes on the mother mother page. Right meow. Mothership. Yeah. Oh, that's what... Yeah, she's right there. Up. Oh, she's the showcase right there. Right. Right side. Oh, yeah. Lisa right there. Yeah, dude. Sh- oh, my God. I am I am loving... So, the showcase art is beautiful. Um, That one right there that your mouse is over, uh, Key and I were talking about this at work. That looks like DC comic villain art. 
Yeah. Like it's, it's the shadows, like Batman almost. Yeah. 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 Totally. Like all of them are like that. It's almost like the. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they're very comic book esque, and they look all all so fucking good. Like, look at that Moonrage brute. That thing is vicious. That is totally a comic book fucking. So if you art. Sc- if you scroll down, um, so her, um, I I'm not a fan of that Planeswalker art. Yeah, the flip the flip wolf. That's that's like real horror stuff right there. But this thing is like all you see is you don't unless you know what it was, you wouldn't see a wolf. So I like the other alternative art for this card. Yeah, it does take you a minute to like look at that. If you de- if you don't necessarily know what you're looking looking at. Yeah, it's like I don't like this one. I like the lands that are coming out, the arts, and the zoomed arts. Yeah, I can't find any art with Kaya in it so far. Maybe the, the maybe it's card maybe it's flavor on. text. Oh yeah, I guess I wasn't looking at fl- at flavor text. So yeah, I don't know. It's just something for you guys to look at or look for, and let us know what you think. Right. But run seven. It's gonna be great. Dude, that card is fucking bonkers. Oh, Thermal Alchemist is getting reprinted. Yeah, dude. Oof. At uncommon, it was common before, right? I have no idea. I think it was common, but now it's getting printed in on uncommon. Oh, might have to chirp. <laughs> might have to go back to the standard. Just start doing the, your thermal alchemist shenanigans. Do my my burn deck. But yeah, that's that. So moving on to quickies, we go back to JB. I don't know why it's not you, Matt. Yeah, what the fuck, Matt? That's hey, okay. Or, yeah, I'll say what. I don't care. I don't care. It Good. is what it is. Good. I do as I'm told. Not really. Fuck sheep. You. Fuck the system. <laughs> Fucking sheep. Fucking flip this table. But I'll move yeah, my beer. I, say you're gonna wreck your my, I don't want to waste my beer. There you go. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> so, starting off the quickies with your reminder that you have until September 14th to get in on the out of time super drop secret layer. This is the super drop with the Kamigawa Inc. to Fairy's Time Trouble artist series. Johannes Voss and Thomas Baxa, and math is for blockers. Links are in the show notes to get into it. Next, let's talk about the new Arena Code published as an apology for the bug issues on Arena. With the back-end infrastructure update that came with Jumpstart Historic Horizons, there were some major bugs getting reported, ranging from users being unable to get in to log in and banned cards being legal to play. Use code PARCELMYR, P-A-R-C-E-L-M-Y-R, and you will get 2K in gold, 2K experience, a range of random rare cards, card sleeves, and card styles. Nice. I might just have to log in just for I did this. it. It was pretty cool. If I'm not mistaken, I think this is like the biggest uh, code that you can get so far uh, ever. Like mm-hmm. two thousand gold, two thousand experience. Right. I think they had one back in the springtime where they had something where it's like they give you a thousand or fifteen or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm per- I know we covered it. I can't remember the numbers because I haven't played Arena. 
Well, it's like they're uh, spend fifty gold to get five hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Switch it or store whatever specialties. Yep. But yeah, the daily deals. There we go. That's the words looking for. So speaking of arena pre-orders for the bundles are available. They're Arlen Pack, which costs forty nine ninety nine, will get you the Moon's Fury card sleeve, fifty Inshed Midnight Hunt packs, and one Ariel card plus its depth art card style. The other bundle is the Ren Play bundle for forty forty nine ninety nine. You will get a Ren Seven card sleeve, a Jailer Pet, Inshed Midnight Hunt set mastery, three player draft tokens, one sealed draft token, and one Ren Seven card plus its card style. Huh. Glad I don't play arena anymore. Great. But people like it. JP. I suppose. You're up. Sorry. It's in green. It's you. I know. Get your shit in order. But, but I don't want to. Otherwise, I'll make you walk home. That's, that's rude. So, along the lines of spending money. Here's the layout of the boosters and products coming out in paper for the release of Midnight Hunt. Set boosters have some changes in them. First is the shakeup of the list. 75 cards. They're getting swapped out instead of the 50 that have been done in the past. The list update article isn't out yet. Uh, the second is Watsi is adding cards that can only be opened in set and collector boosters that are meant for Commander. For draft boosters, every pack will contain two double-faced cards. One is a common, and the other is the chance at an uncommon, rare, or a mythic. Have you seen those those list of cards? There's eight. Nope. No, I haven't yet. Ooh, yeah. I want the first one. <laughs> Avison's Memorial is one of them. Five. Oh, I think I've seen that one, yeah. White, 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 legendary artifact, indestructible. Other legendary permanents you control have indestructible. You should jam that in CSA. Yeah, that you can tutor that up. and Because all, all your shit's legendary, like 90% of it. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, though. CSA doesn't, doesn't get to nine, so I can't tutor it up. Eight? That's eight. Five. It has to be greater or less than her power Ooh. it's not uh, equal to it's less than right. her power um, that's why so, that's why i can't do avison with can, her yeah okay what were we talking about that was gonna allow you to do that in that deck i can't can remember what it was power or something like shadow spirit right and that'll count well I, I that's the thing i have to get another more enchantments that give plus one plus one right but there was something that me and you were talking about with that cisse just normal cisse oh yeah the, the captain cisse you could also put Thalia's Lancers in there. I was just thinking of that, too, because Thalia's Lancers targets a legendary card, which could tutor this up. Yeah. But yeah, it's just... I want this and a Chroma's Memorial. <laughs> right? Chroma's Memorial is legendary, so that can't get blown up. Right. So then there's also a set of sorcery cards with flashback that have a very interesting flashback cost. So... All the flashback costs are eight and then double color of whatever color it is. And the flashback is this spell costs X less to cast this way where X is the greatest mana value of a commander you own on the battlefield or in the commander's zone. So if you have a, a commander that's a uh, mana value five, it reduces it by five. So instead of eight, 
white white, it would be three white white. Or just have a massive guy, so it's just white white or whatever color. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. A commander with uh, CMC eight. So there's Visions of Glory for four and a white sorcery. Create a one one white human creature token for each creature you control. Vision mm. of duplicity. Duplicity. Two and a blue. Exchange control of two target creatures you don't control. Visions of Dread, two and a black. Target opponent puts a creature card of their choice from their graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Visions of Rune, three and a red. Each opponent sacrifices an artifact. For each artifact sacked this way, you create a treasure token. And then Visions of Dominance, two and a green. Put a plus one counter on target creature, then double the number of plus one counters on it. Cool thing about this, I don't know if you saw the art on it, but it has the Gitrog monster in this. Like this is little, whoop, whoop. this little frog looking in the pool. Imagine being the Gitrog monster. Mm-hmm. And there's one more card that you can get in here called Curse of Obsession. For a red enchantment or a curse, enchant player at the beginning of enchanted player's draw step, that player draws an additional, uh, two additional cards. At the beginning of enchanted player's end step, that player discards their hand. So these are the uh, seven cards. I'm pretty sure there is one more. It's probably down further. Or they haven't shown it yet because preview season's still going on. Yep. But I could have sworn they said that there were eight in the live stream, but I could be misremembered. But those are seven right now. Was that the was that was that it? We're moving to the next topic. I believe so. All right, dope. Well, let's run over the Innistrad. Midnight Hunt Mechanics. We have Day and Night and Daybound and Nightbound. We're reading this one from the Mark Tabak article that came out September 2nd on the Mothership. Uh, the article goes, Not everything on Innistrad is as it seems. Yes, transforming double-faced cards are back, largely in the form of werewolves. In this set, we're introducing two new designations that the game itself can have, Day and Night. During Day, things maybe a little more sedated the fearsome werewolves free their minds at night how does it all play out let's check out tavern ruffian and tavern smasher so the card is tavern ruffian ruffian is three and a red for a two five creature human warrior werewolf with daybound and it, the, the reminder text says, if a player casts no spell during their own turn, it becomes night next turn. So when the game starts, it's neither day nor night. In most games, it will become day first. The most common way will be happening if a permanent with daybound appears on the battlefield. Uh, it says here, a quick interlude about transforming double-faced cards. Transforming double-faced cards like Tavern Smasher, Tavern Ruffian can be cast with their front faces up. And if they're put onto the battlefield without being cast, they're put onto the battlefield front face up. One easy way to tell if a double-faced is... Uh, if a double-faced card is transforming as opposed to a modal one, like in Strixhaven and Zendikar Rising, is that each transforming double-faced card will have an ability that either transforms it into their other face or has it enter the battlefield or be cast transformed. The back faces of transforming double-faced cards don't have mana values because usually they usually 
can't be cast transformed, although the new disturbed ability provides an exception. That's coming up in a bit. So if you ever need to know the mana value of the back face of a transforming double-faced card, use the mana cost on the front face. For example, the mana value of Tavern Smasher is 4. That's a little strange, we know, but when your opponent tries to cast and eliminate on it, they can't, and you'll be thankful. So, uh, back to day and night, daybound, nightbound again. So in some uncommon cases, it may become night first because a permanent with nightbound appears first. The important thing is that once it's day or night, the game will be exactly one of these designations, day or night, going back and forth until the game ends. It can never return to being neither, and the whole game is either day or night. It's not a per-player thing. If it's day, each double-faced card with daybound and nightbound will enter the battlefield with its daybound face up. If it's night, each of them will enter nightbound face up. Note, this doesn't affect spells on the stack. Even during night, if you cast a tavern ruffian, it will be tavern ruffian on the stack. As the spell resolves, it will simply enter the battlefield as tavern smasher. So tavern ruffian, we just said, is a 2-5 for 4. And then Tavern Smasher is a 6-5, and it has Nightbound. And if a player casts a spell at least two spells during their own turn, it becomes Day next turn. So on the stack, it's always the front side, and then as it enters is when it checks to see if it's Day or Night, and then it comes in on the back side. So from Day to Night and back again, there are two ways for the game's Day-Night designation to change. The first should be familiar to those who have listened to Innist who visited Innistrad before. If it's day as the turn begins, the previous turn's active player didn't cast spells last turn, it becomes night. Similarly, if a night as if it's night and turn as a turn begins, if the previous player activate Oh my god, hold on. Similarly, if it's night as a turn begins, if the previous turn's active player casts two or more spells last turn, it becomes day. To help everyone keep track of day and night, many Innistrad Midnight Hunt booster packs will have this helper card to remind you. And it has a double-faced card that says day or night. So as you can see, the card that helps you understand whether it's day or night is also a double-faced card. UX designer Daniel Holt points out, it only made sense that the helper card itself be a double-faced card that you can transform it on the battlefield to indicate day and night designation it was in. Other than that, we wanted beautiful new art to be the main focal point with the rules text floating on the image and most frame elements removed. So transforming, this is the good part. As it becomes day, all double-faced cards with nightbound transform to their daybound day faces. As it becomes night, all double-faced cards with daybound transform to their nightbound faces. In other words, these double-faced cards should always be in sync, no matter who controls them. What's more permanent with daybound, nightbound can't... What's more? What's more? Permanence with daybound, nightbound can't transform any other way. Sorry, Moon Mist fans. The bound part of day bound and night bound is serious. So Moon Mist is that enchant or is that instant speed spell from Innistrad that you transform all humans, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to creatures other than werewolves and stuff. So they're bound to being whatever time it is. So can't do shit like that. What if you guys want to read the next one? <laughs> disturbed uh, yeah were you on tiktok 
God damn it, Danny. We gave you shit for fucking Candy Crush. Now we just got to be giving JB shit for TikTok. That's the thing. I was never on Candy Crush. He's actually on TikTok. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Tomato potato. JB, you're supposed to be sticking with your age group here. Go back to me TV or TV land. <laughs> Nick at night. Leave TV land alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got disturbed. Graveyard mechanic? I'm glad you asked. Disturb also appears on transforming double-faced cards, but these don't transform on the battlefield. Rather, Disturb allows you to cast these cards transformed from your graveyard. Death, you see, is only the beginning. So they talk about this bait hook angler here. So once it's in your graveyard, and it doesn't matter how it gets there, you can use the Disturb ability to cast its back face. Unlike while well, uh, every other transforming double face card we've seen thus far, you're actually casting the back face. So you put Hook Haunt Drifter on the stack. Rather than pay its mana cost, which you'll observe it doesn't have, you pay the Disturb cost of one and a blue in this case. Like most other creature spells, Hook Haunt Drifter can be responded to, countered, and the like. If it resolves, it will enter the battlefield as Hook Haunt Drifter. It won't transform while on the battlefield, except in some very unusual circumstances. Or, as they're called on Innistrad, circumstances. Ooh, <laughs> they got jokes. The back faces of cards with Disturb have an ability that exiles them instead if they would be put into a graveyard from anywhere. Effectively, this means from the stack or the battlefield. The two zones where they can be back face up so if Hook Haunt Drifter is countered, to exile it goes. If it would die once on the battlefield, it's exiled instead. So you can blink this thing, though. Correct. Yeah, anything with um, Disturbed, you can blink. It'll come and enter in on its front side. And then you can repeat the process. Danny, you want to tell us about Coven? That one seems like right up your alley. Let me get to it. And you were giving me shit. Yeah, because you're on fucking TikTok. Jesus Christ. I'd say TikTok's a little worse than Candy Crush. I was on Facebook. <laughs> That's just as bad. I was looking at magic-related articles. Yo, okay. Danny, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> JB's just sitting over here like, damn it. Gotta deal with this. I was actually looking at this one from uh, MTG Sick Deals. This guy who's in the Navy has a magic night for the crew, so shut up. Ooh, good on him. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, okay, I'll agree to the cookies, I guess. Um, how far now? Coven. Okay, let me get, let me get to it. Good in there. Oh, yeah, Coven. Uh, but what if not every new ability has or was all about death and terror? What if one was about the power of friendship or friends friendship. with powers? Fuck yeah. Shut up, man. Don't talk about friendship. Uh, you're a blue player. You don't have friends. But you don't talk are... shit about total. You guys are my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's debatable. Friends? Uh, anyways, um, or something like that. Coven is an ability word that is used to highlight abilities that get better if you control three or more creatures with different powers. This is where you have the moment where you think what that powers means abilities, but no, powers is just a number before the slash opposite of toughness. 
Uh-huh. It's cool. We did it, too. Um, for example, a 1-1 one, one creature, a 3-1 creature, and a 4-6 creature have three different powers, specifically 1, 3, and 4. Some coven abilities are triggered, like Candlelight Cavalry, um, which is a green 4-drop human knight creature. With coven at the beginning of your combat on your turn, if you control three or more creatures with different powers, Candlelight Cavalry gains trample on turn. turn. It's a 5-5. Five, five. Um... And then ability, um, and this article just goes on, basically saying ability like Cavalry, um, Cavalry, Cavalry's checks your creatures at the time it would trigger to see if your squad qualifies. If it does, ability triggers and goes on the stack. The ability checks again as it would resolve to see if you still control at least three creatures with different powers. It doesn't have to be the same three creatures, doesn't have to be the same three powers. Just has to be in a coven, as they say. Well, as they say informally, if you have one, the ability resolves. Um, some coven abilities are activated, like Candle Trap, you, um, which is a mono-white enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchant creature has defender, prevent all combat damage that would be dealt by enchanted creature. Coven, it is uh, white, two colors, sacrifice candle-like trap. Exile enchanted creature activate only if you control three or more creatures with different powers. That's a really cool card, right? So, yeah, it's a pretty good um, oblivion ring ish kind of deck or uh, card. Pacifism, pacifism. There we go. Is what it would be. Yep. Um. So, again, you must control a coven only at the time you activate the ability. Once you legally activate the ability, it doesn't matter what creatures you control or what their powers are as the ability tries to resolve. Even instances and sorcerers getting in on the fun uh, might of the old ways um, is a white, or not white, a green one instant. Tart creature gets plus two, plus two until in turn with coven. Then if you control three or more cards, or creatures with different powers, draw a card. So pump. And draw a card at instant speed. I was thinking about this for infect. Shut up with infect. Because you got, <laughs> because you got like noble high. Fuck off with infect. Glister elf. I want R and D to ban infect for modern, and commander, and legacy, and vintage. Just take it out of the universe of magic. It's a powerful spell. I think this could be very well in and maybe modern infect is looking for this. It's two mana, which really sucks because it really wants more than or le- a less mana cost spell. It has to be two. Yeah, it'd be pretty strong if it was just one. It'd be broken if it was just one. Well, if we're gonna be honest about it, giant growth is one green, and that gives plus three, plus three. Yeah, but it also doesn't draw you a card. This one doesn't necessarily draw you a but card. But can draw you a card. Yes, so it, it has to be two. I get it. I do get it. But it's like. Maybe they could have done plus three then. No. That'd just be broken then. Be I think that'd just be broken. Everything's broken. Yeah. Magic as a whole is broken. Fuck it. Why do we play this game anymore? Let's uh, go home. I, I <laughs> question that every single day. <laughs> I do it. At, at sometimes I do. Daily. Not daily, but... I do. I think everybody has that moment where they're like, why the fuck do I play this game? 
There's a reason why I don't buy cards anymore. There's a reason why I haven't finished my modern deck yet. Well, you should get on that. No. <laughs> the cool thing about Magic, it's more than just playing the game. It's the fact that it's like... The magic you... is in the gathering. Which... I'll kick you in the shit if you keep making these puns. Wizards really emphasized <laughs> on the gathering part of it during their... Uh, they kind of had to since there was no gathering all last right? year. Right, it was just magic. And I feel it's kind of them just over spell table or zoom. Yep, and that doesn't count. I don't know. Spell table is a fun way to play magic. We've that's done, how, that's we've how me and Ryan played the other night, or JB and yep. I played. Yeah, how did that turn out? That was what we were telling you about. Oh, that was yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed out on that. Yeah, man, I was up in energy. I would have totally played. And yeah, we put it on Discord. Yeah, we did. You son of a bitch. Oh, did you? Yep. <laughs> I did not see that at all. Yep. I even tagged at everyone. So fuck you. Yeah, asking to play. And I saw yeah. that. And I'm like, so oh. fuck you. We I'm even like, made oh. our own channel. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah, I, I created a spell table channel. Oh, did you really? Yep. Yeah. Because fuck you. That's So why. if you guys want to actually play or live stream, you can Woo! do that within. Our Discord under spell table. Um, I suppose I could make a different one, just create different tables. So if you, multiple people want to play, we can just kind of go back and forth on live streams. Join the Discord. We talk a lot of magic and a lot of other things. They do. I don't. We have another thing that we can talk about. We got. We got plenty of time. We can at least at least mention this new video from the professor out. Did you guys watch that yet? No, the one he played, the commander one with him. No, no, no. This oh. is this is the one that has him talking about these fair the Fairfield Company repacked boosters. There we go. Saying that they are a scam. Well, no shit. They're repacked. Right, but uh, any repack is a fucking scam. The professor goes on because these things are selling for seventeen ninety nine, and they have Holy shit. it has a promo stone coil serpent and a pack, just two two things in there, and they're selling it for seventeen ninety nine. And a lot of the times, it's a throne of Eldraine or a newer pack. The best one that they got was a Modern Horizons pack, is what the video okay. showed, and that was eight dollars. No, there was a fifteen. They had a Modern Masters pack, I think. Uh, if I remember correctly, in the video as well. But overall, these repacks, they're just putting in, you know... Commons, uncommons? No, it's just like a normal booster pack. Mm. They don't seem to be tampered with or anything like that. Oh, okay. But it's the fact that they're charging seventeen ninety nine for these packs on a promo card that's worth a buck fifty at best yeah. and a booster pack that's three ninety nine, And... This is kind of a product that's targeted towards, you know, parents, grandparents, or yep. people that aren't entrenched that know, like, magic and stuff. Like, oh, mystery pack, this is great. You're pro you're definitely going to get your value with a free foil card on front. So the, the professor goes talking about, yeah, we got to, like, spread the word to help these things not be a thing. Yep. And so after seeing that it's the fail the Fairfield company on the that that's that's doing the repack i looked on online to see them and one of the first things when you google the fairfield company is like are they legit and they're like 
No. Is do do do. Just a couple the, guys. A couple guys in the garage. <laughs> their mom's basement. Don't fucking fool yourself. These guys like, have been their mom's garage. <laughs> there's there's something sketchy going on here because they got a five star review, but every every uh every review is a horrible review on it. Like okay, watch this, watch this. So click here, go to let's see where's the reviews on this. Oh, it's at the top. Yep, right there. Reviews. They they have a Facebook page. They don't have a website. I could not find a website. There might be a website somewhere, but you got five out of five based on two hundred and two people. And these these most recent ones here are because of uh, the professor dropping some, yeah, dropping the people and people are looking into this. But you got from. June 8th. I don't recommend buying anything from this company. I bought a lightning pack. Oh, the other thing is like they do more than just magic cards. They repack baseball cards, Pokemon okay. cards and stuff. They're not just specific for magic. Yep. So they do a bunch of different repacking. And there's a lot of people on here saying, yeah, they're just getting chipped off a uh, lightning pack that they distributed to Walgreens last week when I opened it. All it was was one pack that was already opened. And there were 12 cards in each open pack with no car- code cards included. When I messaged the company to dispute this, they don't get a met. They don't get. A, they didn't get a response. This one person put in a review. Oh yeah, it's a fucking scam. Uh, buyers beware! This company is such a con artist design, quote unquote, company. One magic pack sells for three ninety nine. The promo card is added for a buck fifty. You're getting ripped off, having to pay four hundred percent uptick in value. Just visit your local TCG store to support them. Uh, purchase a lightning pack. This was back in May. Uh, four of the packs have been opened. Let's see, July 1st. You only need to buy from this company once to understand they're running a shady business. So yeah, like five-star reviews with a handful of stuff like this. Like with that many already, they should not be a five-star. Like that should my, be- My guess is they're going in and deleting all the others that are not five-star. Something shady's going on there with these guys. Something shady, man. You should check their Yelp. That's still a thing? Well, yeah. Oh, my God. It's on the internet. It's, it's basically a Yelp. Feel free, Yelp company. All right, so it's unclaimed. Uh, Location, username. Oh, not I don't enough. have one. It's not sure if this is the right one either. Mm-hmm. Because fair fun fact, Fairfield is also a uh, hotel brand, right? Kind of the thing. Fairfield Marriott, or yeah. whatever. The so fuck they're owned it is. by them. So sometimes you got, sometimes you. Well, when I was looking, you'd Fairfield find Fairfield by Marriott. Yeah. So the company reviews the Fairfield company. Here's a Fairfield company. Who we are? Investment team. Our That's focus. That's not our... us. That's not them. How funny would it be if it actually was and they're just like a, an investment front? <laughs> like this is their way to gain capital. That's it's, sketchy. Yeah, they buy they buy a product super cheap, you know, ninety dollars for a booster pack, and they upsell it for four hundred percent. And then they get that's how they get booster pack. Yeah, that's was, how they get their capital to start putting more money sing, into I, invest I'm, I'm elsewhere. I'm pretty sure pack. he meant box. Box, yes, box. Single booster pack. JB. Ninety dollars. Hey, Box. hey, you look God at that. Damn. You, you find Alpha what are you Pack. Those are fucking Double Masters VIP. Anyways. Get Alpha, ma- it Alpha does, and that's what? $2,000 a pack. Easily. Jesus. If but not it, more. But it would make sense. Like, if. 
Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah, because it's just talking Andrew Jones, Chris uh, Munn. Uh. There's nothing that invo- says that this is the Fairfield company that sells repacks. Because who we are is an independent firm focused on growing small businesses through controlling investing in several focused areas. Yeah, it's not them. Bring capital expertise. I don't know. Could be. Here's the thing. If if that if they were connected, like an investment firm like that was connected to a sketchy firm or business like this card company, that's just bad business. Right. Bad business. But one per- bad, one but- one person finds out. Tells someone in the media that company is now. But like, think of how much money they made. Like if this is all just a front, that's the thing. It's like that's, we can that's go as fraud. Far, it's fraud, but they can hide. This is the thing that has happened plenty of yeah, times. Yeah, it has. But and if it's an investment company that's pulling in money from selling resell packs to help keep going, it's like they're gonna have these shell companies and shit. Maybe this is the big conspiracy theory. Trent, Trent, we call upon your graciousness. Check this shit out. The whole take home here is just buy from LGSs and buy repack shit. Anytime it's it's it's, repacked, you know you ain't getting fucking shit because it's repacked. They took all the good stuff out and gave you shitty shit. And it's not even just four four hundred times more than what it's supposed to. Or you could be like my kids and buy Pokemon cards at a flea market down in Florida, and they're all fucking fake. Yeah, yeah, but you see, but th- that's that's the thing that we got to like. But hey, hit they're home foiled. With. Yeah, we dude, are... they fucking foiled them and everything. Like the fronts, you never showed me the cards. What like, they look like. Oh, legit they, is shit. Next they... time you're over, we'll have to pull some up because they yes. put them in their binders and stuff. And I'll show you. I like, want to see these. Looking now. at the front, quick. The line. only thing you'll see on the front, like, and and it's depending on the card, is if it refers to a Pokemon, it refers to it as Pocket Monster. Instead of Pokemon. But otherwise, the fronts, like art, layout, foiling, everything is like straight up on par. And then you flip it over to the back. And that's where it's it's, obviously fucking fake. It's not even, you don't even have to look at it. All you have to do is feel it. Oh, yeah, and the fe- the feeling of it. Oh, my they, God. They didn't, they didn't like to, like, gloss, gloss it. Yeah. It's just printed. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see these now. I was like, oh, sweet, these are cool cards. And I felt them. I was like, yeah, these are fake as right? fuck. Yeah, it's fucking bad. The key takeaway is here is you got to tell your, unin- your unenfranchised friends, family, and stuff to stay away from things like this. It's unfortunate that uh, a business, whether it be a scam with investment fronts, uh, well, let's put an allegedly in here just to cover our asses. Allegedly. We don't know. We're just three schmucks with microphones, but letting like grandparents parents pick up cards and stuff for you or for your kids or yeah this is the toughest thing it's like you know you just get like a you just get like a typical mom that goes to a target sees this and it's like oh this has to be a really good deal because you see a foil on front like everybody's first initial thought when they see a foil card it's like oh that actually has to be worth some money nowadays when i see like those Cards up front, and then three cards or three packs. And I literally right. look up like the, the front Walgreens. Card. Stuff. I, I literally look at the yeah. front cards, like, eh, not now, even worth the. Now, time what you got to do when you find those? Look on the back of the pack and see who the company is that. Oh, these ones. Those ones are usually wizards. The, they're wizards official. Yeah, it's okay. like yep. the three pack with the promo. Yeah. Okay, so be yep. yeah, and that, I guess that's another thing to let everybody know is 
anything that's not officially from Wizards. Right. right. That's that's where I got my first Avicen from. It was from one of those packs. They had that was in a pack. Yeah. I did not know that. That's fucking. Nice. That's yeah, a fucking steal. Yeah, they had a Walmart had an Instrad pack. That's a really good deal. Oh, nice! And you pulled it out of the Instrad pack. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good stuff. Yep. Yeah, I was like when I first started playing. Right. So obviously they were still in stock, but yeah. Right. Now it's a lot of it you see, or or those cubes that. They, oh yeah, the, the mystery cubes. Yeah, they're usually full of Dragon Maze or Theros or some bullshit. Exxon. <laughs> Well, Ixon's not bad. Yeah. Ixalan's I'd rather have Ixon over Born of Gods or Theros. I mean, you're not wrong. But yeah, that whole that whole block was garbage. Mm-hmm. But anyways, moving along to... Are we already in the finance? I don't uh, know. Yeah, we're already in the finance section. Finally, after our bullshit. I don't know. That's good timing. We're still doing great for timing. I don't know what you're worried about. That's not bad. Not, what? It's eight thirty, dude. I went to bed at nine the other night. Like I was. T- the fuck that, is the, wrong with you? That was on like a Friday. That was last Friday. The fuck is bed, wrong I with you? I went to bed at nine o'clock. I was fucking tired. And then yesterday, took a two-hour nap. I mean, I went to bed at like one o'clock last nap. night, and I thought that was bad. No, I, I was. Yeah, I was tired. Still, I'm tired. Kenny has not been sleeping well. Oof, oof. That that is rough stuff. Then she's teething. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Yeah, she's up for every like two hours. Or the only way she sleeps is if you're laying in like an recliner and she's laying on top of you. But the moment you like go to lay her down, she's like, "Yep, I'm up. <laughs> Fuck you. Come pick me up. I'm standing up in my bed. Come pick me up. I'll scream." Yeah, no. That's unfortunate shit, man. Yeah. Such as being a parent. It fucking sucked. It's been a long weekend. Well, let's blaze through this finance section. Finally. Finally. Glad there's no deck of the week this week. Sorry guys. (laughs) We're doing so we're doing good for time. If if not even at the hour and a half, yeah. If there is, you're doing it yourself. I'm taking JB home and I'm going home. I thought, unless, JB, I thought JB was walking. Unless you want to give him a ride home. No, I thought you said he was walking. Fine, he can walk. It's either he you guys leaves, are rude. Either he leaves <laughs> early with me or he walks. So to start off the finance section, we have one of the biggest winners, Ulrich of the Kralin Horde. This card is a green-red 3-4-4 legendary human werewolf. Originally printed in uh, Eldritch Moon, whenever this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Ulrich of the Kralin Horde, target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. At the beginning of each upkeep, if no spells were cast last turn, transform Ulrich of the Kraven, uh, the Kralin Horde. God, that's such he a was, name. He was the best transform card from the last Inshred set. Right. So when it flips, it's Ulrich Uncontested Alpha. It's a 6-6 legendary werewolf. When it transforms into Ulrich Uncontested Alpha, you may have it fight another non-werewolf creature, and then it has the werewolf claws beginning of the upkeep. If player casts two or more spells last turn, transform it. Yep, the ETB is on both sides. Yeah. 
It's pretty powerful. Plus four, plus four, and then fights the thing. So it jumped up 389%, chilling at 1398 right now. Market price on it is down a little bit, $9.94. Average price around $10. Foils are going for $43. Dang. Yeah, and this is the only printing of it. It has a pre-release one, mm-hmm. which which is a stamp. And wow, that one is just selling that for 50 That one's at 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just for the, the the date in Gold Flake. Right. So this was, like Danny was saying, is like the best werewolf commander that we had in the past. But now we got some new werewolf commanders coming up. But because of that, all uh, what is the, the saying? Rising tides raises all ships, lifting lifts all ships. I have no idea. So with more werewolf cards and werewolf support coming out, Ulrich, Ulrich is a very solid target of werewolf spec buys oh i I wasn't even talking commander i'm just talking in that set of when it originated it was the best transform card in standard yeah it was i do recall seeing it a lot just because it pumps up something really big and uh it does work on both sides right rather than a card that sits there does nothing and then gets bolted or flips and then gets immediately destroyed right so along with uh, Werewolf aficionados wanting this card, a couple of other transforming cards are moving up, like Huntmaster of the Fells. This one was in Dark Ascension. Or maybe it was that one Keegan was talking about. This one's a powerful powerhouse of a card, too, but it's a transforming. It's a four-mana 2-2. Two, two. This was a modern staple for a while because uh, Huntmaster of the Fells... When this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Huntmaster of the Fells, put a 2-2 wolf creature token onto mm-hmm. the battlefield, you gain two life, and then it has the transform clause. And then when it transforms, Huntmaster of the Fells transforms over, it becomes Ravager of the Fells. And it's a 4-4 with Trample. And when this creature transforms into Ravager of the Fells, it deals two damage to target opponent and two damage to up to one creature that player controls. This is the card he was talking about. Yeah. I stand corrected. This was the best one. Yeah, because it makes you a token, you gain life, and then you flip it over, you you shock them, and then... You get trample. You damage. Then you damage another creature. Yep. It's unfortunate. It's just a four-mana creature that's reliant on the transforming. It's a $25 card. This thing has skyrocketed up. Before, it was chilling around $7. Yep. And now it's 25 market price. Foils Damn. are 60 of this. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's just skyward. Skyward. Damn. There is a different art of it as well with the From the Vault Transform, Huntmaster of the Fells. This one is market price $35, and then average price is around $42. So this is another one that's moving up in price. So if you if you got like stuff from Dark Ascension, like Huntmaster of the Fells, like be looking at those and pulling them out. Also, a couple more. Mayor of Averbrook from original Innistrad, that's moving up, jumped up 83%, now chilling at $7. So other humans you control get plus one, plus one. And then at the beginning of each upkeep, if no spells were cast last turn, you transform Mayor of Averbrook. And then it transforms into Halpak Alpha and other werewolves and wolf creatures you control get plus one, plus one. At the beginning of your end step, put a 2-2 green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. This is a werewolf-wolf tribal staple card, and it's moving up in price. So, yeah, werewolves being a super powerful tribe coming up in this set, like a lot of these cards be looking into of moving up in price. Next winner we have is Layla the Blade Reforged. 
This card is printed in Commander Legend. No, uh, Commander 2021. It's the only print that it had. Then it has the collector edition, the collector booster extended art. Those are the two printings. But this is a red 2, 2 2 legendary spirit warrior. Whenever Layla the Blade Reforged attacks, exile the top card of your library. You may put that card, you may play that card this turn. Whenever you exile one or more cards from your library and or from your graveyard, put a plus one, plus one counter on Layla. So this one was discussed earlier this year when Frexian Devourer spiked. And Frexian Devourer was that six mana artifact creature and pumping itself for exiling cards from the top of your library. Make this super big and then you just like win with combat damage. But with the Planar Portal deck that came out in Adventures of the Forgotten Realm, uh, Prosper Tonebound, Wolfgear of Icedale, this just pairs so well with those cards. And because of interest in that, that is moving up. And then also with um, the new... The new... Um, oh, we just talked about it. <laughs> words, words, Matt. Disturbed. The Disturbed Ability. Oh, no, it doesn't exile from your... Yeah, it exiles from your graveyard. Transforms, and then... If it's exile from your exile instead. Never mind. Yeah, it doesn't exile from your graveyard. It does sure. not exile from your graveyard. But yeah, primarily because of those, it's moving up. And people are expecting spirits to get uh, a... Some sort of boost with the Kamigawa set coming up later at the beginning of next year. But that's moving up in price. It's now nine dollars seventy-two cents, hundred and hundred seventy-two percent increase. Next in the weekly winners, we have a really powerhouse card here in Torpor Orb. For two mana, you get an artifact of creatures ET being don't cause abilities to trigger. This is the new Phyrexia print. It's jumped up thirty-four percent now, chilling at nineteen ninety-nine. This is the only print of this card. And market price right now is nineteen thirteen. Average price of nineteen ninety seven. This card is moving up, and a foil torpor orb is one hundred and thirty two dollars. One hundred and thirty two dollars. Woof. Uh, I think we mentioned it a little bit in the challenge section earlier, where it was in a couple sideboards. But this was a card that's always been talked about since uh, Titans. The Titans came out, Kroxa and not Uro. Yeah, Uro. Kroxa and Uro. Because their ETB of sacking them won't go off. You won't get the discard effect, but you get a two mana or a three mana 6-6 six, six that when it attacks, it does the thing still. And then with Elementals being a big deck still in the modern format, it just shuts up uh, Reef, uh, Risen Reef triggers from happening. And um, no, it doesn't stop Omnath creatures entering yeah it doesn't stop omnath landfall triggers but it stops risen reef creature triggers but also in forms of archon of cruelty reanimator style decks it is also getting seen playing in there next up in the weekly winners we have kaya orzov usurper the ravnica allegiance printing this is black, white, one for a three loyalty legendary planeswalker Kaya with a plus one ability of exile up to two target cards from a single graveyard. You gain two life if, excuse me, if at least one of those creatures was at least, you gain two life if at least one creature card was exiled this way. 
has neg one of exile target non-land permanent with converter mana cost one or less. And a neg five of Kaya Orzov Usurper deals damage to target player equal to the number of cards that player owns in exile and you gain that much life. Um, Kaya has had a couple printings. It has a Mythic Edition printing, which is $50. And then a promo pack Throne of Eldraine with the little Planeswalker symbol in the corner. That's at $10. But the Ravnica Allegiance one that we're talking about right now has jumped up 29%, now chilling at $8.51. But as of today, they're $7.50 and average price around $8. Foil Kayas go for $15. This card is moving up in price primarily for uh, modern reanimator-style decks. It picks away pesky cards in reanimator-style graveyards. Uh, Archon of Cruelty, no longer, and Kroxas get nugged by this. You gain life, and its negability can exile non-land permanents with CMC 1 or less. So it hits Regavans, it hits uh, DRCs, it hits Pithing Needles, and all this other stuff. Do you want to laugh? <laughs> That was a good one. It was very trumpet-esque, not going to lie. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't shard all over the, yeah, <laughs> over sure. the chair? I don't feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> stands up and it's like, oh, it's a little more stamina. It runs down your leg. As long as it's Matt's chair, I don't, I don't clean it. It's Matt's house. I shit in my shoe. <laughs> no. There is a deck list for this Kaya-style deck with Ephemerates, Undying Evils, Malachar Rebirth, and Grief-Solitude interactions. Kind of cool to see this list here if you're interested in that. But those are your weekly winners so far. JB, want to tell us about them cheap pickups? Mm-hmm. So this first one I'm a little disappointed in. Uh, it's the Sword of Hearth and Home the new sword out of MH2. It is sitting at $14.15 and trending down still. This is the one that blinks and fetches you a land that came out in Modern Horizons 2 here. Mm-hmm. And it gives you pro green, pro white. Yeah. Yeah. This is a... I don't know. I think I think people are sleeping on this card necessarily because... I think so, too. Re, getting yourself... We know how powerful ETB triggers are. And this just resets that and gets you a land. Mm-hmm. I think it just needs to find its right shell. So keep an eye out on this. Next up, we have Gauntlet of Power out of Time Spiral Remastered. It is sitting at $8.59 and still trending downward. Monocolor Commander decks. Pick them up. Yep. Yeah, no, it's, it definitely does the things. And then last but not least, we have Tyvar Kell out of Kaldheim. Sitting at $5.23 and is still trending down. Elves just didn't want a Planeswalker. Well, it's you have to run black for them. Yeah, but you got you got Golgari Elves, a very strong thing well, to yeah, use. You, do, you got but... uh, Harold, King of the Elves or whatever. And then you got like Nath, one of the original Golgari Elves. So, I mean, it's not like too far of a stretch for them to want it. Well, it's not, but it's if you're if you're running... Elves, it's just better to run mono green. 
Yeah, yeah. Not gonna not gonna disagree with you on that. So it's just that's why like I was thinking running this, but I was like, wait, I was running black, so that kinda eliminates my commander. Yeah, so, yeah that's very true. And really the the commanders for elves are mainly mono green. Well, what about like pioneer modern elves? Like, I don't think this is going to be going in modern elves. Modern elves is like a way different beast than it's what this too can do. slow for modern. But pioneer elves, maybe, maybe. I mean, just making your elves tap for a black mana, like you just use it to pay a colorless on whatever and shit. So it's like, yeah, could be used there. Pioneer elf players, check it out. Yeah, I don't know. Or you can just run less less land as long as you have as long as you're for sure getting this out it's true and, and that's true like a lot of elves decks are typically a collected company deck and this is a whiff on that yep. and reducing your chances of whiffs is hard when you already have four collected companies and hitting a collected company off of a collective company doesn't feel really good so just imagining hitting a collected company and a tyvar yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a little bit of the feel bads there. Yep. Oh, oh, maybe we'll talk about this deck for deck of the week. There's a collective company grist style deck. Have you seen that one yet, JB? No, but I know you can cocoa into grist. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up here. But before we go to the deck of the week, I want to mention. If you're interested in any of these cards, especially that sort of home and hearth, if you're expecting it like me to move down in price even more, go check out our amazing friends at tcgsniper.com where you can create an account, sign up, and set in card desired prices to get notified when cards get to that certain price. So home, sort of home and hearth, you this is moving down. Like if you want to be picking them up at like 10 bucks, you enter this in on TCG Sniper set the desired price at $10, and then whenever someone on TCG Player is selling this for $10, you will get a notification saying that it is at that price. They'll send you a link, you click the link, and then you can buy it directly then and there, and then you're going to be a happy Magic player because you're going to be saving a crap ton of money. And it just it, it pays to be patient as well. And TCG Sniper also does it in the opposite. If you have a bunch of... Sword of Hormone Hearts, or if you got a bunch of Kaya or Zav Usurpers and you want to be selling them, you see it starting to move up in price, it's like, hey, I want to be notified when this gets to like 10 or 15 bucks. TCG Sniper does that as well. You put in a notification setting to get notified when people on TCG Player are starting to sell at that price, and then you can jump on as well and put your card in at that price as well. If you go over and make an account and let them know that us guys over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program. That's 50 cards that you can enter in. And it's not even cards. It's also sealed product. JB, you haven't given us an update on your sealed product yet. You had the Iconic Masters on there? Or was it? Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't gotten any new notifications yet. I've had the couple of the Masters boxes on there. I haven't yeah. gotten it. Normally, every once in a while, I'll get, like, for holidays or something, there'll be a flash sale for some of the Masters sets, but... Yeah, and that's the coolest thing is like they send you the link, you click the link, and then you can be one of the first people to get into that. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. Highly recommend. Let them know that we sent you. Now, quickly talk about this deck of the week here. So I can go home. Go ahead. 
It's not that one. It's not that one. This one? Nope, that's footfalls. God. No, I saw it. Is it? Nope. Oh, looks like we have to go home. <laughs> looks like Matt's just going to have to tweet the deck list and talk about it next week, maybe. If we don't run out of time. Right. Poor Danny. One of the nights where we get done at a, a reasonable time, at least. I'd yeah, because say. I am literally going to leave. Right. My wife was yelling at me before we even got started. She's like, none of you guys work today. You should have been done already. <laughs> I was like. I mean, we could have start, started earlier if you guys. I mean, we could have, but then we decided to play a game. Well, I mean, instead of going for that motorcycle ride at three, it could have been like, hey, we're coming over. Hey, we even showed up fucking early, motherfucker, so don't you even bring that into it. Yeah, you showed up early and we played Magic instead, so it's on all of us. Exactly. It's on all of us. Don't you throw me under that bus. I'm not throwing you under the bus. (laughs) Oh, and it's your fault. You're the the one who's like, hey, Jay, you bring your cards? He's like, no. Well, you can borrow my deck. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, I did not know that either. Well, I mean, at the beginning, you didn't say that you were tired. That you didn't want to get started right away. So I'm like, hey, if we're starting at the usual time, we can get a game in now. <laughs> Are we done? Just saying. Just saying. Let's, let's stop nib visiting and actually finish up this episode. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, you should do your well, ad read. Before the ad read, I just want to like highlight as well here. I, I put notes in. I put a note in to like mention for- <laughs> To make a new fi- ad read? No, for the finance section. Check out some of these upcoming vampires with crimson vow if you want to like get on top of picking up some vampire cards before crimson vow comes out it's highly recommended now is probably yeah I, buy I, them all now while I, they're I, high and they get reprinted and then they're only worth 20 cents and then no, you just fucked yourself no that's not going to be the case because there oh, that'll are be the case bloodline necromancer this is a four and a black only been printed in commander 17 it's a three two Vampire or vampire wizard with lifelink. When it ETBs, you may return target vampire or wizard from your graveyard to the battlefield. That's too powerful for standard. Yeah, so it's not going to get printed. And this is a card that's three dollars twenty one cents. One printing, no foil, but it's a very powerful card for commander. Like if you're going to be wanting to pick stuff up, like vampire commander cards are going to be going hot. Like maybe are they though? Glenda, are they really? Glenda Lendra or whatever. Glenda. <laughs> The Alenda. Good Witch. Yeah, there we go. Alenda the Dusk Rose. She's already a $23 card. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. What are the Fuck chances these that slippers she's, don't work. What are the chances she's going to move up in price when there's going to be more vampire synergies coming out in Crimson Vow? Alenda's already expensive as fuck. Yeah, 23 bucks. But it's like, she's not going to be getting printed in the set. She's only going to go up more. You so I just want to say, she keep could, an eye She could have fucking magically transported herself to Innistrad. Maybe... <laughs> maybe I mean if Kaya's there oh my god Kaya could have taken her with it's true Vampire Nocturnus it's another card but yeah there's like a bunch of vampires Twilight Prophet Twilight Prophet's really good Sangromancer that's a vampire it's a 50 cent card like that might move up in price Edgar yeah. Markov I don't know oh god uh, no that one's pretty established I don't yeah. think that one's gonna move up anywhere right but yeah keep an eye out for vampires of all sorts if you want to be like edh rec is definitely a good place to be looking at some of these cards but 
Danny's already given me the icy glare. I can tell I'm not even looking at him, and I know he's given it to me. <laughs> right. So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of this episode 104 of This Week in MTG. You can listen to us on all the podcasting apps out there, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And you can watch the podcast live every Monday night on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we have a bunch of different places that you can find us on the internet. You can check out our website, which will then have a link to find us on Moxfield, the Patreon, uh, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that, all that jazz is found on there. Let's give another special thank you to our patrons. Thank you so very much for supporting us. And then a final thank you to JDubs, Sports Cards, and Gaming. Go check them out for all your magic purchases. Get ready for that carding carding game uh, sports carding game uh, card game show coming up and yeah you reminded me of porky pig they're trying to say that yeah it was a, it was a struggle it was a big struggle slow down. if i slow down i'm gonna get yelled at <laughs> last thing i need is to get dinks talked by danny for no reason well if you, if you go too fast you have to read it four times and then yeah i'm gonna yell at you well stop being a very scary presence then and just get shit right, bro. Get good, scrub. And with that, you'll see if we get good next week. We won't. We won't. Don't, don't, yeah. don't hold your breath on that yeah. one. You'll, you'll, you'll probably die. But with that, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye.